How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's my show. Hey. Put a little bit. I never get this line out the first time. It's not even good. Hey. Put a little bit. Put a little bit more in there, cowboy. And the bulldog. What's your degree in? Kicking ass and taking names. <laughs> On WGR Sports Radio 550. Okay, all right, okay, all right. I, 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 uh, I, I, I hate to have to start the show with a, with a, with a confession. Uh, but I, I feel, I feel awkward. I was planning on revealing at some point later in the show. Uh, I didn't think leading off with it would be appropriate, but I mean, Zach just had in sports there how Aaron Rodgers has emerged from his darkness retreat, and I um, Nate, 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 are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I just emerged from a darkness retreat. Hi, Nate. Yeah, well, that, that's what I, I and oh. Zach, Zach's there too. Zach, thank you for for yesterday. I I, I felt horrible, um, and now I'm even going to feel worse because I, I'm going to admit the whole thing about me being sick was a was a was a ruse. It was a lie. I I too was on a darkness retreat. Mm. I had that thought. I knew it. I knew I, uh, it. I knew yeah. every, everyone was coming for me. I, yeah. I knew it. I don't have Southern Oregon. I don't have the resources that Aaron Rodgers has at his disposal. Are are I mean, I make almost as much money, almost. but like there there is a spot yeah. where you separate, you know, the the men from the boys uh, financially, and and he's he's just a little. So I couldn't afford a darkness retreat in Southern Oregon. I I I I was in my garage. This retrofitted the garage. It was it was pretty dark. It was cold. It's very drafty. Three hundred square feet was it? it was uh, it about three hundred square feet? That seems that seems big for your um, garage. Uh, I I can't fit my truck in my garage. Okay, so it's it's a glorified shed. Okay, so it's probably well, let's cut that in half. It's more shed than garage. Okay, when I had when I had a uh, I had a uh, uh, subcompact, I, I guess you'd call it mid size mid size sedan. Mm. Uh, you could fit like three quarters of the like the ass end of it would stick out yeah. the garage you leave the garage door and be like you know oh i don't have to brush the snow off except for the you know the trunk that's how big my garage so uh, darkness retreat in there i i didn't you know no one brought me meals i'd starved for two days in my garage well it's a little cold but but i'm back i'm i'm i'm, I'm I, i've emerged much like my, aaron Rodgers, you have emerged yes. a much a better man yeah I, um, hmm. A more stable man, would you say? Maybe. How about just not worse? Okay. Just not worse. And okay. I and I also have made a decision about my future. Ah, you have. Are yeah. you? Uh... And that's why I'm here today to continue doing my job, talking on the radio from <laughs> three to seven p.m. on WGR Sports Radio five fifty. I'm back, everyone. 
Uh, people yeah. were there were people were murmuring. There were there were murmurs. <laughs> Murmur, there were yeah. murmurs. Yeah. <laughs> I like, I like, I'd like to be the subject of murmurs. Yeah, who doesn't? I think I think at some point, in, if this if this is what it took, I will I will take murmurs. Murmurings, you know, it's it's complimentary. It is very complimentary. It means you you are of note enough to be murmured about. Yeah. Have mm-hmm. you been? I, you had you had a you had like a COVID thing recently, I had didn't you? A lot of things. I had a sinus infection and a COVID thing. This uh, this 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 thing. Like I, I see people on Twitter that I follow. Daryl Talley's wife Janine is one of them. Mm-hmm. Who for she's a great follow by the way for folks who do not follow Janine. She's she's I mean just no filter a riot. Um, one of my favorite follows on Twitter is is Daryl Talley's wife Janine Talley. Um, she like I don't know back holiday time maybe before that was like anybody else like just feel kind of like ass all the time but yeah. like not completely knocked out and then every now and then there's a day or two where you are knocked out and then you think you're better but you're not and it comes back that's me for the last month like there's something that sinus infection is probably what it is uh, what it was is I don't think it's gone. I just, I feel like for a few weeks here, I don't know if you could hear me coughing during segments. I I, I apologize if I've been rude, um, but I've been grinding, and it just came it just came for me. Yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just came for me Monday night and just said, yeah, it's time. This, this is your time to be in bed for 48 hours. So that happened. Uh, I you know, but I'm I'm back and I I feel okay. You always get this adrenaline shot when the show starts, so now I feel even better. Uh, we'll see what you know the next twenty-four hours or whatever bring. Uh, but I, I, I made I made it back. But I, I don't know. This this thing has been. If you've been dealing with this thing, that maybe Nate, did you have that on top of the COVID? You said a sinus infection. Yeah. Well, I had a, the sinus infection a couple, like maybe a week and a half after I finally tested negative for COVID. The the thing now that I'm noticing, you know, since we're all talking about our ailments, we might as well. I might as well pile on here. Um, <clears throat> for me, it has been like the thing where I, I'm very conscious about my sleep schedule. Meaning, sometimes I can't control when I go to sleep, but I always try to control how long I sleep. Or like I'm I'm the kind of guy that really, really, really requires eight hours of sleep just to be on the top of my game. I can get six in you know and be mm-hmm. functioning and 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 you know, but I'm. I'm I'm at like 80% if I get six hours of sleep. I have most recently been getting upwards of like eight, nine hours of sleep. And for instance, today, I got eight hours last night. And right around noon today, I, I threw in some laundry. I was working from home today. And I I had to go sit on the bed and lay down. I, I, I felt <laughs> so tired today. I was like, I, I got eight hours. I woke up five hours ago. And I can't function today. Like, well, what is going on? It's just that's sort yeah. of been my thing. Is just I'm, uh-huh. I'm just I feel yeah. like I'm 91. Yeah. Well, I'm not 91, but but yeah, I know I that totally feels like every day. Yeah, every <laughs> like last, single day know, since the holidays. Maybe? Every like, single day. It's just been it's just been a grind. So anyway, sorry, sorry to bore. I, I'm I'm trying to be sympathetic to people out there who maybe uh, have had the same situation because it, man, my, my it sucks. <laughs> it's not it's not a good way to live. Hope you're feeling better. I am at least for now, uh, and hope it hope it holds. I just kind of um, like the way that I feel, and maybe maybe you'll agree with this. This is maybe the best way to encapsulate. Is it's sort of like I just wish I could always be taking a hot bath. <laughs> sure. I don't. 
Just a perpetual sure. state of hot bath. That's, that's a, what that's I would t- like. That's a tough one. We, I don't have a bathtub Either anymore. do I. It's tough. <laughs> right. It's tough. Just sit on the shower floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good look. Anyway. Yeah, uh, well, hey, Nate, thanks for coming in. Nate's sure, in. Um, uh, Mike has been off. Uh, he was off yesterday. Zach and Corey Griswold. Hell I yeah. knew I was sick yesterday, but I knew Corey was involved just by what the Twitter account looked like. Yeah, yeah. There's isn't that, isn't <laughs> that not any real question about an that. identifying which, factor, which I think says a lot uh, for Corey. I mean, he's just, there's, there's a there's a stamp and a personality there that comes through on the Twitter feed. Uh, Zach, thank you for filling in and doing the show. Uh, and Paul Hamilton, who joined you for an hour, and what Mark Schofield, and I don't know whoever else you might have had on, but um, you know, I hope it all went well. I I did, yeah, you know, I know, like I'm a grown up, right? Despite how this sounds, sure. Uh, and so, you know, you're sick, you're sick. That's that's just it. Like, but I still. I still have enough Polish Catholic in me that at like 2:45 I was sitting like maybe I could do it. I should just go. Like, no, <laughs> just don't do it. But I felt awful leaving everyone like shorthanded. But I'm glad you know you guys. I hope you had some fun, Zach, with it, um, and uh, you know are, are are not holding it against me. <laughs> no, no, no. It was a good time. I had fun. <laughs> It was it was a blast. I you know I got I got the text that I might have to do it after like talking about flat Earth documentaries on Twitter because the Sabers were just getting yeah. destroyed. Murdered. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna have to get a good night's sleep. Like I yeah. was like, I'll stay up, you know, play video games, watch Netflix. I'm like, oh, that's done. Gotta yeah. gotta get ready for the day. Well, good good way to take it seriously. Uh, although right. you know, playing video games and talking about flat Earth documentaries can be good material for the show. Just you know, I did think about move, it as you move forward in your burgeoning broadcasting career. Keep that in consider mind. that. Yeah, yeah keep it in your back pocket. So anyway, I, I, Nate, thank you for coming in today, yeah. and Zach again, thanks for yesterday. So I imagine there was a lot of saber conversation yesterday uh, off of Tuesday night, and just like. Mm, yeah, the the eggiest egg maybe you could possibly oh, lay. Super eggy. Um, yeah. Uh, for the Sabers, I mean, just a just a tough night to be sort of I don't know, not have a pulse at all. Um, so I don't know that you know that might shade where I want to start today. Like uh, at least the 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 responses we may get, um, and I may get from you guys, and and if we get some from the audience too, because Tuesday was you know just a real bummer. The building got overrun, which shouldn't have been any surprise, and the Sabers were just you know. Pfft. Like no show um, until pretty late, and even then, like I don't know, like whatever. The Leafs are in park the bus mode and just get through the night, and so you got some goals and congratulations. I, what I want to do, I, I saw this morning where, where I wanted to start. Uh, you know, aside from all this you know, darkness retreat nonsense, uh, is is this? I saw Jeremy tweet this this morning. Just a simple question. Uh, maybe it was even a poll. I don't. I don't know. I haven't. I don't remember if I voted or what the results looked like, but. Is this season for the Sabres already a success? I don't know if that's word for word, but that was the spirit of the thing. Like, it is, you know, if they if they don't make it from here, you know, if they end up, what, what are they right now? There's seven behind the Islanders and, and a little less than that uh, behind Pittsburgh, I think. I just looked at it before we started talking, but I've already forgotten. Uh, four points. Yeah, Florida is the team that's in yeah. the other wild card. But anyway, still a, still a mountain of games in hand. Uh, that the Sabres enjoy there, and, you know, so we'll see if they can take advantage of that. But if they end the season four points out of a wild card, right, uh, has this been a good year? I'm just curious how people would respond to that. I I know how I feel about it. Uh, I'm curious to hear your your take before I divulge mine. So such a layered and 
difficult question to answer because it feels like I could answer it 100 different ways. And it kind of depends on how the rest of this week goes and it could change. Mm-hmm. Um, just side note, you know, I did I did figure the building was going to be, you know, heavy Leafs fans as it always is. Broadcast didn't look like there was one Sabres fan in that arena. I know Joe DiBiase was there, so I know for sure there was one, <laughs> but I'm not sure there was more than Joe. That was a lot. That was a lot to take in for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't really know. I don't have a reaction to it other than to say, I don't. I need. I would like someone to put together a. Po- I, I would like someone to put together something on how to get that to not be so bad. <laughs> I don't. I don't have good answers for you. No, I just. I know. You know. It's fine. We we can divert from the big question and talk about this for a few minutes if you want. Because you know I wasn't here yesterday, so yeah. I definitely have thoughts on that too. The the the, th- the thing to me, I, and I even I said this on Monday. Uh, you know, before, before I got put down. Um, I have a feeling we're, we're not we're not prepared for what it's going to feel like watching or even being in the building with all these Leafs fans, it, because it, it, while it's not a surprise at all, it should not have been a surprise to anyone walking in there or turning on the TV that there were what ten thousand Leaf fans in the uh, building. Um, yeah, it, I mean, the thing is, it's been that way. For what? For my entire radio career? I mean, this has been the way it is, whether they're awesome or terrible. Like, 05, 06, 06, 07, it was like that. Sabres won the President's Cup in 07. And the building was, you know, full of Leafs fans. Not Maybe not to the majority extent, but pretty damn close to 50-50, if not worse than that, when the team was as good as it's ever been. So, what do you expect? I mean... The the thing that annoyed uh, anyway, I so I have a lot of thoughts on that. Uh, one Monday, I said I hope fans are bracing for it because I have a feeling it's going to be jarring emotionally. Yeah, it was because it was you're you're invested in this team again in a way that maybe you haven't been in a very long time, and like hopes are rising, and it's going to be a, a pretty cold hard reality to see the building taken over like that when you're just sort of getting excited about them again. But, again, you should have seen it coming. And what makes it even worse to me, or or the expectation I had was that it would be worse than it has been, uh, was that the Sabres no longer have the season ticket holders that they had then. You know, like, there, there, there was a time when, and, and Butchergrass mentioned this on the broadcast, and look, the, the man loves hockey, he loves college hockey, but man, did he do the fan base a disservice by raising the, the, the point about season ticket holders getting their money back by selling to Leafs fans. They, they don't have, what do they have for season ticket holders? 7,000? 6,000? So, you know, 11 or 12,000 seats are available when these games go on sale, like for single game tickets, do you think Sabres fans were waiting for that date at 10 a.m. to hop on Ticketmaster and buy up Sabres Leaf tickets? No way. <laughs> it was Leaf fans. So the, the idea—I'm not saying season ticket holders didn't unload tickets. I'm sure they did, some of them. But that crowd was not because Sabres fans sold their tickets. That's because Sabres fans didn't buy them in the first place. Yeah. For sure. And, the other thing, too, is, like, this is the thing that 
I feel like everyone knows, which is I've been to a Toronto game, uh, just a Leafs game in Toronto, and they're ridiculously expensive. Like, ridiculous. That was, that was the height of the Dion Phaneuf and Phil Kessel debacle when I went when I went and saw a Sabres game there, and it was those terrible what 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 are we calling those the slugs? It was a slug sure. white slug Tyler Myers game, and I remember being so angry afterwards <laughs> that I took slug. my Tyler's my Tyler Myers slug jersey off and I threw it in a garbage can outside of whatever arena it was at the time. So. Mind you, I've been to a game there, and I've spent absurd money to go when they were terrible. They're good. It costs a bajillion dollars to go to a game uh, in that arena to go see the Maple Leafs. So they, mm-hmm. it's a two-hour drive. They get to come here, and I don't know why Canadians, especially people from Toronto, they love shopping at the Galleria. I don't know why. I guess it's is it is it more is it less expensive? I don't know. I, I can never tell, but I they they love the Galleria, so they come to the Galleria, they get a day of shopping, and they go to a Sabres game. It's a whole thing for them, and it's probably a pretty mildly expensive day compared to what they're going to do if they're going to want to take a family of four to a Toronto Maple Leafs game. So, like, that's just the common sense angle of it. Like, it's just that's what it is, but it just feels every time we talk about this, because every game this happens, it still feels like something, somewhere, someone is getting paid to have to make a decision on how to stop that from happening. I don't know who it is. I don't know how much they make. Yeah. I'm not going to pay them anything, but they could c- come up with something. I-, I don't know what it is, but I just – that was, to your point, I was expecting it because if you weren't expecting levels of that, then I just don't know where you've been. But I don't know that I was expecting, like, literally 80-20 because that's what it – Looked like on TV. Well, that's what it looked like because the game was four nothing ten minutes in. Yeah, you yeah, know, I mean, that's a good point. right? I, I, yeah. I don't. I, I, look, I wasn't in there, so I, I, I eighty twenty would stun me, um, but sixty forty, even seventy thirty would not. Uh, I, I don't think, and I don't know how much of a difference that really is. I mean, I, I know the math actually. Uh, so you know, I think the way the game went lent itself emotionally sure. to feeling like you got run over, which the team did, and so did the crowd. Um, I don't think there's anything to be done about it because, you know, the point I just made, when the team was as good as it's been in a generation, it happened that way. Maybe not to, again, the the, the lopsided percentage of Leaf fans to Sabres fans that we saw Tuesday night, um, but... It, it was half and half, if not worse than that, in the best years that we can remember. So I don't know, like, what to do about it. Uh, you know, the re- resale market is what it is. The tickets are available on a game-to-game basis or, 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 or were. I imagine a game like that got bought up by, you know, people not necessarily from Toronto, but more like people from Fort Erie and yep. St. Catherine. Hamilton and, and yeah. Niagara-on-the-Lake or wherever. So, yep. um, like, that that's just – I don't think there's anything to be done about it other than get the team good again, build up your season ticket base again, and then you'll probably still end up with 50-50 at best because a lot of those season ticket holders will then, once the tickets are again at a premium on the secondary market, they'll cash in. And that's just, I don't know, that's just the way it goes. Those tickets are expensive, and I have never wanted to hold it against a single Sabres fan. No. If 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 you're paying the nut, for season tickets yep. for that hockey team and still doing it 
through all this, if you're one of the whatever, you know, number of fans that are still, like, responsible for season tickets for that team, and you wanted to sell them to someone from Canada for this game, yeah, I mean, you are not going to get a hard time from me. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. I will say, like, have you had, and maybe, is Mike still a season ticket holder? I don't believe so. I don't. I don't believe so. Have you started get, having like those random group text conversations of like we're thinking about getting a couple of like tickets, like maybe a group? Mm-hmm. Kind of, like th- those conversations have been popping up in my group text more. Not, I would say I think two separate groups of people have approached me about my interest in being a part of their group of ticket buyers. Mm-hmm. I, that hasn't happened in my adult life. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember now. I'm very bad about hanging on to texts that I don't consider to be pertinent. Sure. Necessary. I'm the opposite. I have every text that has ever been sent on this phone in my phone. But I did I, – so, I, I know I considered it because I, I just thought, you know, like, look, what, however we have access to tickets, the team gets good, and this is already happening. That's going to get harder to do. And so if I want to – I love the team and I love hockey and I have the time now, like a part of my reason for never committing to it, uh, outside of one year, you know, where maybe early drought where I, I, I had a 10-pack or something, um, his, was always time, you know? Like, I, I could not devote more resources to going to those games. I was busy going to my kids' games. I yep. was just like, I was too busy. I don't have any of that now, so I'm going to want to go. So I, I, I think the idea of splitting tickets with a group, um, like, I'm up for that, I think. I think I am, um, too. Moving I forward. I too. Um, but, you know. But I don't know how, how germane that really is to figuring out the Toronto situation. I only want them so that I can go to Toronto games and not sell them to Toronto <laughs> fans. I, for a while, and this goes back, this goes back even, I think, before before the lockout. Um, going to Sabres-Leafs games, I, I stopped enjoying it. Like it, it. I just thought it was too, it was too obnoxious. I did not mm-hmm. really, it was not my scene. Um, so I know, like, it can be really electric and it can be really fun. And if la- if if Tuesday night had been any kind of a game, then may- maybe you know you would have not felt like it was eighty twenty, and you would have felt like you know it was more of a back and forth kind of thing. But it just never it just never got there. And you know that's just how that's how it goes sometimes uh, in hockey. So I don't know. I, I I don't feel like they have a problem, at least not to the extent that it's a new problem. Like if if you thought that this needed solving, fifteen years ago, um, you know, okay, because it existed fifteen years ago. It yeah, did I, exist. I think Tuesday yeah. was just what Tuesday was was a reminder that a you care again, b these people come and take over your building. <laughs> That's it. That, that just happens. And while you haven't cared f- to some level for the past seven, eight, ten, eleven seasons. When crowds were there, that's what it was like, and it was even like that when the team was winning the division. It just it just had been like that. That's it. Like once StubHub and the secondary market started to exist yeah, for right. the season ticket holders, that's what the building has been like. Yep. So it's not a new problem, therefore I'm not inclined to try to solve it. Because I, I just don't – I think if you could solve it somehow, you know, zip codes of ticket buyers or yeah, something, God, yeah. you'd solve it. But I don't think that's happening. So, anyway, like that's that's that. What 
answer to the other question, because we've avoided it now and we're almost done oh, with yeah. this segment. Yeah. Uh, I'll just tell you, I think by almost any measure that isn't them making a wild card spot and, and getting in the playoffs and ending this drought, I think you got to be out of your mind to not think this is a, is a successful season. I mean, the, the examples of the development are everywhere. Yeah. And if you were realistic about this year going in, this is about the best I think you could have hoped for. Now, that doesn't mean they have to not make it and that they shouldn't try to do things to make it even, which we can certainly talk about, you know, over the course of this afternoon and evening and into tomorrow. Um, but full marks for the year so far. I mean, I think. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast everything is on track and if they can accelerate it by making the playoffs this year to me that's almost like bonus round i would agree with you i think for the most part i i i think the second half of the season how about this during that start that the Sabres had and then obviously they had the eight game losing streak right and that eight game losing streak I think had a lot of the uh here we go again mm-hmm. I, I it for sure had those uh here we go again vibes right so I think for me when that happened I looked at it and I said to myself all right I'm preparing for this to be like every other season and then they dug themselves out of it 
And then they kept going on these road trips and like being really, I mean, just having a lot of success on the on these West Coast trips, right? Mm-hmm. And I think when I look at it from the perspective of who has been or how this team has been successful, I think some of the things you talk about are exactly right. Like the 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 development of players, right? I think Rasmus Dahlin has turned into a bona fide top four, top five defenseman in all of the league. Dylan Cousins gets paid, right? But he's going to score 30 goals this year. He's taken a huge step forward. You saw two guys in J.J. Paterka and Jack Quinn play basically a whole season on the ice together. How about a guy like Peyton Krebs, who started the year and you're like, I don't know if this guy's any good. Now he's like playing at a decent level like a third line player type role and I think that's kind of what you're hoping you get out of him and obviously like Alex Tuck is just continuing to flourish into playing the best hockey of his life and Tage Thompson is the guy now like he is this player I think from now on which is a huge thing and is he doing that under anyone other than Don Granado so yeah and Owen Power I mean holy right. cow and yeah, the, li- the list yeah there's a lot there's a lot to like we do we gotta take a break we'll pick up on this as we continue um the plan for the afternoon, by the way, Mike Giannitti from Track at 4 o'clock on free agency in the NFL, which is fast approaching, and the decision the Bills have to make on Tremaine Edmonds and Poyer and all their other free agents. Um, and we'll we'll jump around the league a little bit, too, uh, with Mike from Track. That's at 4. At 5, our old buddy Joe Yurden will join us on the Sabres and the NHL. Uh, so that's what we've got. Nate Geary is in for Mike Shope today. I'm the Bulldog along with Zach Jones. You are listening to WGR. I mean, every game from here on out is big. Tonight was a big game. We lost it, but there's 27 more games. So we got to scratch this one and move on. And I thought we still can take a little bit away from the third period, but we dug ourselves too big of a hole. And so we have to go back to the drawing board and figure out what we did wrong in the start of the game. And um, a lot of it's just effort. There you go. That is Sabres winger Alex Tuck uh, postgame on Tuesday after the Sabres got run over by the Toronto Maple Leafs in front of a massive Toronto crowd, which, you know, (laughs) we talked extensively about during the first segment of the show, should surprise exactly no one. Thanks for uh, tuning in today. I am the Bulldog. Nate Geary is in for Mike Show, but had to step out of the room for a few minutes, uh, but he'll be back for the rest of the afternoon along with Zach Jones. Uh, lines are open at 803-0550. You want to get in on the conversation here. We're, we're starting on the Sabres. We'll get into some football in the 4 o'clock hour. Mike Giannitti, uh, who runs the uh, salary-intensive website Track, will be with us at 4 o'clock. We'll get into the Bills and Tremaine Edmonds and Poyer and then all the rest of it. Uh, at that point, 5 o'clock, we'll get back into hockey. Joe Yurden uh, now covering, well, he's been covering the Sabres and the NHL now for uh, Bleacher Report. He'll be on at 5 with us. And then at six at Sabres pregame because another game tonight, another one tomorrow. And I should mention, like I, I asked as we as we went to the break there, um, you know, how, how would you? I saw Jeremy Jeremy White from our morning show here on WGR tweet this this morning. Would you consider the season like if it ends like this? I'm not sure exactly the wording of his tweet, but my, my thought is if it ends like this, right? Not in the wild card spot, but you gave it a good run. And you know, here here we are, but you just didn't end the drought. Uh, would you consider this a successful season? And and I said last segment, like for me, unequivocally, it is. Um, now look, things could 
something dramatic happening could change that. You know, if they, if they were to what, – what, what a touch you say, 27 games left? You know, if, if they were to find their way to losing, you know, 20 of those games or something, then, yeah, I, I would want to pump the brakes on it being a success. Uh, what, what I'm suggesting here is the hypothetical in which you play, you know, your full complement of games here, but still end up kind of where they are right now. They're, they're, you know, there's some teams between them and the wild card spots. They're four points behind a wild card spot, and you play out your season and you just miss out like that. That, that you miss out by that much. I think if that sort of scenario plays out, like they don't bottom out and just fall apart down the stretch here then I think you're talking about undeniably a successful campaign. And the, the, the development we've seen of players on this roster is precisely, squarely, where that, that sentiment is born from. This team, of course, is being led by Thompson and Tuck and Skinner. And Tuck and Skinner were established NHL veterans before they ever became Sabres. Thompson has ascended to becoming a superstar. So I guess Thompson developing further to the point where he took the step from becoming a nice scorer last year to superstar level player is more development. But like Tuck and Skinner, I don't know about development there. But when it comes to Dalin and Cousins and Quinn and Paterka and Owen Power and uh, Matias Samuelson, uh, I mean, I think you're, you're all about development and progress. And, and Peyton Krebs is another name Nate mentioned during the last segment. And, you know, they're all not on the same uh, – they're not all progressing at the same speed. You know, some of these guys like Dalin uh, and Cousins – should be further ahead than Quinn and Paterka and Krebs. They've played more NHL games. They they've got more they've got more to work with. They are you know the experience that they've had, you know, helps them progress. But you look at what you're talking about on this roster with a superstar number one center, which who exactly saw that coming? Raise your hand. Be honest. No one raise your hand. Okay. Dalene is a Norris Trophy contender. I don't know whether he'll be a finalist for the trophy this year. Um, you know, it might depend on how he finishes up. Um, he's been stuck on 14 goals for a little while now, uh, so it'd be nice to see him get that jump started again. Uh, and maybe if the Sabers stay in the race and contend for a spot, he'll continue to get attention in that way, and maybe he will end up being one of the finalists for the Norris Trophy. But whether he makes that list of three or not, that is where his career is now. And that happened over the course of the back end of last season and into this season. He has become everything you could want him to be when you drafted him one overall a few years ago. And that is a success. Dylan Cousins is, you know, 20 goals, 28 assists, you know, Nate said he's going to be a 30-goal scorer. I mean, we'll, we'll see. He, he's tracking to close to that. Um, that breakthrough and locking him up contractually after this is a success. Quinn and Paterka are a little harder because, you know, you're not talking about leaps and bounds as far as the strides go. You know, nine goals, 23 points for Quinn. A little more modest for Paterka, seven goals, 19 points. The thing 
about them is that they're getting this year out of the way and the team is still contending for a playoff spot. And they are playing, you know, they're playing somewhat important important roles. I mean, they're, they're, they're under 14 minutes a night, so it's not like they're being leaned on. Um, they're kind of being babied. But that line, which has recently been broken up, has at times looked fantastic this year. And I think while it's uneven – and the progress isn't always steady, and there's prolonged goal-scoring slumps, and maybe the press box or Rochester is a thought some fans would have, and maybe even the organization would have. The bottom line is you gotta—I mean, you don't have to have a year where you score, you know, nine and seven goals, but it's not uncommon. So to me, their development is on track. I think they to me, look like they will eventually be impact players for this team. And that is happening in part because they're developing this year in the NHL, getting this experience that I think should make them better next year and moving forward. Owen Power looks fantastic and is playing fantastic. and just doesn't just look fantastic. I think he, he, he is an impactful player on their blue line. And um, that's not a surprise. I think the signs were very positive last year uh, when you saw him in a, in a short stint at the end of the year. And to me, to have that number of players that are – and I didn't even mention Samuelson, um, who has had, I think, a pretty tough go recently, last handful of games or so, but I think, again, still is a player that I think moving forward is like – he, to me, you're locked in. To him, I mean, you are contractually now. Him, Darlene Power, you know, we'll see about Yoki Haru and how they piece together uh, the rest of their D pairs moving forward. I don't think everything else is necessarily in pen permanently, but I think Power and Darlene and Samuelson obviously are. And that is a success. So even if you fall short, I'd say, of the goal that, well, it, I don't think it was necessarily the goal going into the year, but it's become the goal. You know, end the drought, get a wild card, get in the playoffs. Let's get some postseason hockey. It's been you know forever since we've had it. It would be really great to reach that. I think there is room, considering where the Sabers started from, to look at this season as successful, even if they don't make it to the playoffs, and the way to do that is to do what I just did. Look at the roster and assess where these guys are individually in their development and what they mean to the collective moving forward. And I just I think you're, you're, you'd really be missing it um, if you don't consider that a massive positive and thus a success. Like I know like what what what's the best thing to say back to that is well you're a loser if you think missing the playoffs is is a success. Like okay, I know. God, I'd like them to make it too. But it it to me was not something that I really thought much about at all going into the year. And if they if they make it to me, I'm I'm at like bonus round. You know, and that doesn't mean I won't be disappointed if they get run over tonight or tomorrow night again in Florida or, you know, d- d- go on a prolonged slide here, uh, which, you know, I'm not, I don't mean to be forecasting, but they 
They have only won two of their last seven. And so they, they're going to have to kind of right the ship here. They've stayed in the race. They are, to me, in, in you know, math-wise, they're in great shape because they have so many games in hand still sitting there. Um, I mean, the Islanders have played 61 games. That is, the Sabres have six games in hand. And now they're seven points behind them right now because uh, the Islanders just keep finding a way to win games. They did it again last night. Um, uh, but Pittsburgh and Washington have dropped out of the spots now. It's the Islanders and Florida. And you've got five games in hand on Florida. And you still have four games in hand with Washington, who are the closest team to you. Detroit and Pittsburgh are sort of sandwiched in there. And they are two and three points, respectively, ahead of the Sabres right now. And you've only got a game in hand on them. Uh, so it's not like you've got that much to make up on them. But, man, to have six games in hand on a team in a spot and five on the other is nice. I mean, you got to do something with those games, of course. And you don't just assume that's 10 points or 12 points in the case of the Islanders that you're going to gain on these teams. But you do have the opportunity to make up the ground. That's the point. Um, so add it all up. And to me, I- I'm at this year has been a success so far. And it would take to me a pretty significant derailment uh, to change that view for me. I didn't even mention Lukanen because I'm not sure. I'm not as... I'm not as positive. Like he's had some nice moments. Tuesday night definitely was not one of them. Um, I, I I know I know how we felt about the game. I think in general, like the Sabers didn't show up, and they got kind of ragdolled by Toronto. But boy, a couple of saves in that first period onslaught. I think. Well, they definitely would have helped. I think they could have been made. I think Lukanen was kind of sloppy on a couple of those goals, and. So, you know, not a great night for him, and you've seen, like, some pretty uneven performances from him lately. He had the great game in San Jose on Saturday night. I think the Sabres, you know, have a chance of really winning that game if he doesn't play as well as he did in that one. But Tuesday was not a good effort. So I'm sort of, I don't know. Like, I think he might be their best option in goal, but that doesn't mean he's tracking towards being an impactful, important player for this team moving forward. Um, I think, I, I, you know, we'll, we'll see. There's a lot of hockey to be played, and maybe uh, he can establish that. But I, to me, he hasn't done that yet. There's a difference between being their best option right now and being a long-term answer as a number one, and I am definitely not there yet on Lukanen. I think he's their best option right now, but I do not believe at this point he's proven to be like, okay, I'm all set for next year. Let's go. Uh, maybe he can earn that. Um, as uh, we play out these final 27 games. 803-0550 is the number if you'd like to get in and on board with the program today. Nate Gear will be back in shortly. He's in for Mike Shope today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you are listening to WGR. No judgment at all being cast here from me by saying what I'm about to say on the... <clears throat> hundreds i'll stop short of saying thousands but it could be thousands of concerts that have been promoted on this show during the time that i've been working here but i the smile that just came across my face hearing that ad that just ran for jason isbell and the 400 unit coming to art park and their new record coming out 
Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Uh, really, really, really. I'm so, listen, I mean, this is the time of year, Bulldog, where we start getting the concert announcements. It's part of, like, the best part of the year for me because then you start to, like, this is when I start to fill the calendar a little bit. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be there at our park. I'll be, I'll be there for that one. That, that, the, the, I feel, look, I love the guy's work, but for me, he, he was, I think, is the artist that, I first realized that some some of these people I treat like we treat our sports teams. Like I, I'm rooting for them in yeah. the same way. Like I want, you know, I want to see them get, you know, whatever. I, I just I, I want them to be popular enough to like make a good living and keep making their art, right? And Isbell left a very popular but very mid-level band called the drive-by truckers uh-huh. in the mid to like 2007 maybe and you know i've i've seen him at mohawk place in front of 150 people and his career has just you know i mean he's wildly talented great songwriter great singer great guitar player on tv shows killer yeah like he just, he's become famous he's a monster yeah, he is and like to have that ad play on this show, just I just couldn't be. I love it. I'm so I'm just so happy about it. Uh, you know, and we get to go see a show. I, at least I and my family get to go see a show that we'll we're gonna be really looking forward to. And um, ah, man, it just makes me happy. <laughs> it just really makes me happy. And you're right. This and time of year, is, it starts to happen. Like the Art Voice calendar is coming out. And we'll get more and more of that as we go, which is awesome. I thought you were also really happy because you know, like I was here, but. 
I, I, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, I'm not gonna know Jason Isbell, but th- that pleases me. Yes, yeah. and, and you're back. You had, you know you had to step out for a minute. And you're back. And yeah, I'm, here I, I am. am. Here I am. I am glad about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, well, that's it. I, I don't. Okay. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't have it. a segue here. I'm just. I'm just How I'm could just, you? I'm just, I'm just texting all my friends like, like I just, we just had a Jason Isbell ad run on my show. I can't believe it. <laughs> you know, nothing against Def Leppard, but like, wow, you know, it's pretty cool. All right, let's take a time out. Uh, make sure we leave plenty of room for Mike Janitti, Spot Track, great resource this time of the year. Head for NFL free agency, and we'll get into what the Bills can do or and should do with. Their crop of free agents, specifically, of course, at the top of the list, Tremaine Edmonds and Jordan Poyer. Stay tuned for that. We'll get into a lot of football in the next hour. Joe Yurden, Bleacher Report, NHL reporter, covering the Sabres for a long time. He'll be with us in the 5 o'clock hour as well. 6 o'clock is Sabres pregame with Paul Hamilton as the Sabres are in Tampa to play the Lightning tonight. Nate Geary's in for Mike Shope, along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog, and you are listening to WGO. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.